into a bar on a cool winter's evening underneath the stars and we'll find somewhere close we don't want to walk far you're in the cool room and 15 minutes of doom finally the crossover that people have been waiting for. They've been waiting a long time, Damon. This year. This is the crossover that everyone's been talking about on Twitter, right? It's Absolutely. Not, it's not Avengers Endgame by any stretch of the imagination. The what it? now? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen none of that in my Twitter feed. So we are, if you're listening, you could be listening to 15 Minutes Dome. Dome? Doom. You could be listening to the cool tonight. Room. We're doing St. Paul's Basilica. It's one of our favourite domes. <laughs> Fifteen minutes of dome. I just did a dome joke. Can I say I'm a little bit happy with that? <laughs> we start with uh, Flinders Street Station, and we work our way across the globe, just chatting globe uh, domes, globes. As you, you might, you be don't older. sound like the person who's had four pints today, which I am. <laughs> As you may or may not be able to tell, David and I went out to uh, the brewery brawl at uh, Moondog's new well, brewery site. Facility. Or, it will, yeah. Well, it's going to be a whole bunch of things by the, the sounds of it. But we'll, it's going to be a lagoon. I know. I'm actually really excited. I kept, I, <laughs> you'll I hear know. about the lagoon later, but I'm very excited about it. <laughs> uh, so we got invited by MCW and Moondog to, to go out and, and interview some people, which we will get to those interviews uh, later on. So, um, But our two favourite things in life. Happening in the same I know, giant I, warehouse. <laughs> we sort of kept saying that the more people we met, and I, I, I don't know, I think people thought we were being smart ass. <laughs> it's very <laughs> true. But we weren't at all. I mean, we, met some, uh, we met some people along the way, uh, like Lord Andy from MCW, for example, who were very much brethren of all hours of pro wrestling and craft beer. Absolutely. Um, but it was a great event. I mean, a lot of people showed up. They sold, what, six to 700? I think they'd pre-sold five or 600 tickets, tickets and had, I imagine they sold the rest at the door. So it, it was, was a big, big, night. big night, big place. And um, gee, when that's all fully set up. So last night it was pretty much a shell with a bar in a corner and a wrestling mm. ring in the middle. Mm. What they've got planned for it and the amount of space it has. I'm a very jealous man. It, uh, it's great. Last night screamed Melbourne in so many different ways to me. Mm. It's not funny. Like a, a kind of bar that was a card table on a couple of Was it all the people screaming crates. Melbourne City Wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just... You know, it was the screaming, wasn't it, Damien? The screaming lot, triggered a, screaming. A lot of people with beards, wearing beanies, drinking craft beer, watching wrestling in a kind of ironic sort of way. Only kind of. Not for us, though. But no. For most people, <laughs> <It's> that, <laughs> uh, You know, at this very cool... Well, in a warehouse. Mm. I mean, it's, it's It was in so Preston. Melbourne. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> it was... It was only if you had to knit your own beanie on the way in, had it could have been exactly more right. Yeah, if there was a crocheting class or <laughs> something, right. exactly. <laughs> you don't get to come in until you've until you've actually stripped enough enough dog hair out of this greyhound to make your own beanie out of it. <laughs> I, yeah, that would <laughs> true. If there was a, a greyhound crash, it would have. It's <laughs> the only thing that would have made it more Melbourne. Um, so we thought we'd uh, sort of quickly talk about the card because 
one half. This is wrestling podcast, and we thought so. we'd welcome you to season two of the podcast. Oh, of course, we just had a which we discussed a conversation about welcoming welcoming everyone back to season two of. Uh, no, welcoming room. people to season two. Well, welcoming welcome people back, to, or welcome them back to the podcast. Yes, well, welcome. Well, yes, you can't welcome them back to season two. It's oh. the first bit of season two. <laughs> Not that I was an English teacher, though. But is is fifteen minutes of doom season two? Sure, no. it starts now. Oh. <laughs> episode ninety-eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a ninety-seven episode first season. <laughs> That's going to be a running joke. Uh, <laughs> so, um. I really enjoyed the. We had some mates who came along. Oh, well, Mystery Matt joined us. So anyone who's listened yeah. to 15 Minutes of Dome will be familiar with Mystery Matt's work. And sorry for the fact that last time the podcast we did was five minutes long and not the 18 hours we recorded. I but genuinely don't know what happened there. So I apologize, apologies to everybody. But it was another one of those really good podcasts that just got lost. Um, yeah, but we had some other friends there who were, were not. Uh, well, not, I mean, kind of wrestling fans, but not really, and had never been to a, an indie event, uh, let alone mm. an MCW event before, and walked away fans. I think, like, totally. You know, when's the next event? And it's uh, amazing to be, be able to get that close and just sort of hear and see it all. So mm. you have, a, I think, a whole different level of respect for the physical difficulty that the wrestlers endure. When you're that close to it. Mm. That's something that gets brought up by people almost immediately. You know, if they see mm. you as a sort of rusted on fan, they'll be like, oh, gee, they actually they actually kick each other and they yeah. actually oh, I, I can fall s- on top of yes, each right. other. I can <laughs> see welts on that, on that, on that girl's mm. back. It's that like, guy's bleeding. Yes. Because like, yeah, yep. they're like jumping off things and hitting and kicking each other. Mm. It's... And, and the, the ring is made of things that are not marshmallows. <laughs> As old JR used to say, there's no way you can fake hurting yourself falling off a 30-foot ladder. And, I thought uh, that was me, but it's, it's, let's, let's attribute that to JR. Because I'm still watching those old pay-per-views, David. I'm up to 2003. And, uh, uh, and, and welcome, new <laughs> listeners, to Damien Reviews. Terrible old wrestling matches. Uh, bad I'm talking WCW, what year was it that you were particularly struggling to get through? Uh, WCW 2000, 2001 was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, and I think I've hit WWE's version of that 2003-4. Pretty rough. I don't think I was watching. Uh, well, I've just got through the redneck uh, triad. Oh no, that is terrible! I have seen that. Eric yeah. Bischoff and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So that no, that could be that's a genuine low point. That's it might the, be it may be the low point in pro wrestling history. That's the pie eating contest. <laughs> yeah, we'll just leave yep. it at that. Look, yep. If you're really interested, like don't no no no. If you're really interested, don't go and watch it. Yeah, especially if you're new wrestling fans, we don't want to put you off immediately by. You saying the worst that the industry has to offer. Uh, what match did you? What did you like last night? Oh, there were some really good matches last night. But and we'll talk about Loverboy Locker Hendricks as the night goes on a bit more. But I thought they opened really strong. I mm. thought that was a. It must be a difficult decision when you're putting together the match card for a night yeah. to decide how big to open. But I thought that was a really good match. Mm. Good wrestling skills and some exciting spots and the right thing to capture the crowd's attention right at the beginning. Yeah, so if there's, if there's hundreds of people in the venue who've never really watched wrestling before, 
you you can't go sort of go a slow burn and get them into it. Yeah, you need something that's going to get attention early on, and I thought that did that. So mm, it popped, as uh, the kids like to say. Absolutely, and, um, Slex is a talent. Yeah, I think they're he, both a talent. Yeah, no, I de- well, definitely. Despite what Lockie said about us, but uh, I, don't want to, I didn't want to get involved in uh, you know fifteen minutes of doom and lover boy Lockie Hendricks feud that's going on at the moment. We'll get to that later. Uh, but genuinely, I think Slex could be an international talent, you know, like New Japan, who were there last night, the representatives of New Japan Pro Wrestling there last night. Absolutely. Uh, Is that a really opportune time for me to talk about the Royal Mail's New Japan uh, promo night? Yes. So when New Japan is coming to Festival Hall, for those who aren't familiar with the Royal Mail, which is where the podcast comes out from, it's about two blocks away and we're going to have a special uh, night that night. We're going to do some special food offers. We're going to have some Japanese cocktails, Japanese beer. Mm. Uh, that Jody, who's our new person behind the bar, who you'll hear, I think, in the Epis- next episode of the episode podcast, two of the call has both uh, not fifteen minutes of doom. Well, who knows? Although she loves wrestling, so that's right. She's got both a a wrestling tattoo mm-hmm. and a Japanese beer tattoo. She does. I think we'll just we'll, we'll leave that spoiler there. But she's literally got both of those things mm. tattooed on her body. So I've put her in charge. She didn't even hand over a resume, did she, David? She just told you that, and she was hired on the spot. <laughs> well, pretty much. And she <laughs> lost a bet about how many sledgehammers um, Triple H was going to use at true. WrestleMania That's this true. year. So, like, what more could you want than someone giving you a fireball and losing a bet at eleven o'clock on a Monday morning? So. Yeah, so we'll be having pre and post drinks at the Royal Mail after the New Japan event at Festival Hall. So that's an open invitation. You don't have to. Um, I mean, we do have an event on Facebook. Um, so if you can RSVP through that, that'd be great. But you don't have to. Like, there's no, you know, if you just want to wander down that mm. day, the more the merrier. Uh, David and I'll be here. And if you want to talk wrestling, we will talk wrestling all goddamn night. <laughs> if you want to talk Japanese craft beer. If yes, you want to send true. through a suggestion for what kind of crazy Japanese soft drink cocktail we can make. That'd be good, actually. Yeah, Damien is looking forward to making those all night. <laughs> I'll be drinking beer. I don't think I'll be working all <laughs> yes, night, David. <laughs> um, I, enjoy, I really enjoyed that first match. I, I would like to see... I think there's plenty of guys on the MCW card that could actually do well over, uh, internationally, but I, I gently, Slex seems to be the one that sort of pops off the page for me as far as being a, an international talent. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, Who else did you enjoy? I liked the Scottish rules match, which I thought you thought... I thought you would think that I would like this match the most <laughs> because <laughs> it was ridiculous. And uh, as I always say on 15 Minutes of Doom, the more ridiculous a wrestling match or event or storyline is, the more I'm into it. <laughs> Whereas you're it a bit... You're a bit more traditional values when it comes to oh, traditional values, but I think we're at one on Bray Wyatt, just to reference WWE at the moment. Uh, it's a- very quickly, yeah. No, I um, oh God, I love it so much. Yeah, I love it so much, and I've actually I've got Raw and SmackDown from this week ready to go as soon as we finish uh, so- recording tonight. So, uh, I enjoyed that match. It was uh, Mike Burr versus DCT. Um, DCT maybe my new favorite heel. Uh, internationally is it because of his outfit or the spangly scottish leotard one shoulder leotard uh is fantastic I... it's impossible to describe too <laughs> it's, it's, trying to do this podcast for both audiences is a little bit odd it so is i think i think wrestling fans could sort of imagine what we might be describing mm. and hospo life fans from imagine. the cool room podcast it's like 
or actually don't think about a man in a spangly kind of. It's like an off-the-shoulder wrestling thing. I don't. But it didn't fit particularly well either. Not really. I think some you know, very uh, nationalistic Scots could be quite offended by it, to be to be honest. Oh, yes, <laughs> I suspect that's the case. And I don't want to buy you. There's a, there's a whole lot of people I don't want to offend. Mm. That's the very nationalistic Scots might that's be the true. front of that queue. That's so. true. But as Mystery Matt said last night, it, it uh, this match inflamed the century-old war between Scotland and Australia. <laughs> traditional <laughs> it's traditional <the> rivals. <laughs> uh, but it was a it was five round two two falls, two falls out of five rounds match. So essentially yeah, so you had to win two falls. Three to win three out of five. Three out of five, that's right. Why would it be two? But uh, in between Every second round, they had to have a. They had to drink drinks of their choice. And I think the reason why you might be confused is that there were two rounds in which there were no scores, so the right. winner won with two. Yes, right, yeah. Um, so it looked like they were drinking real alcohol during that match. I'm sure they probably weren't, but it. Yeah, if you're from liquor licensing, they weren't. Ah, and yes. if you're from wrestling, <laughs> hell yeah, they were. <laughs> I said it looked like. I didn't say 100% it was. Uh, I thought the Indy Hartwell-Millie McKenzie match was good. Uh, I'm a bit of an Indy Hartwell fan, I've got to say. I think yeah. she's got a presence about her. You can you can just sort of see how she can go on to big, big things. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, yeah. And then uh, the tag team match was good. Uh, that was mm. the Brat Pack versus uh, Jet and Jordan, who were from... MCW's academy that's only been set up recently. So it's cool to see that there is talent coming up through that. That's awesome. Yeah, and, th- and that was the one that came to – there was the break and they came back to that. It was a bit the same as the first match between mm. uh, Slex and Lockie Hendricks. It was like, this is how you get the crowd back in. I do love and that MCW have an interval. It's, it's very, very civilised. Yeah. For- <laughs> I want them to show sort of black and white cartoons or something. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, I love it, you know, uh, Lord Andy comes out and he says, and now it's time to go out and get a drink and mm. go to the bathroom. And it's like, As well, if I've been drinking the whole right time, here. Andy, so thanks. But the bathroom but break is yeah, appreciated. The bathroom break was good. Um, the, <laughs> uh, so that was a good match. And then we, we ended with uh, a, main, a girls' main event, uh, Session Moth versus Avery, um, which was, it was a lot of fun. It was a fun. A couple of big spots in it. And uh, but I got confused by the whole moth thing because you know for new listeners that we're a bit obsessed by Mothman from WWE <laughs> Man of the <laughs> Hour, and I kept on expecting him to appear, you know, as a sort of a sidekick. Particularly now that he's left Bobby Lashley, he has, yeah. But that's let's not have too much WWE talk because I don't want to, I don't want all the rusted on cool room listeners to be like, I don't know what any of this is. <laughs> um. I had Thunderlips for the first time last night. The Moondog beer. <laughs> it's a, it's a mm. beer. So to explain to wrestling <laughs> listeners, Thunderlips is a beer. <laughs> uh, that's a really good beer. It's a good beer. We had uh, the uh, which was, I can't remember which of the sours they had out there last night. Was it the Cherry Seinfeld or the David Boysenberry? We have both at the Royal Mail at the moment. But uh, David Boysenberry, we had. Boys and Bowie. Bo- Boys and Bowie. God. Oh, yeah, sorry. 
that was ridiculously nice, and yep. I would like and to the have more of them. IPA, which I I think is a tremendously easy drinking beer mm. from Moondog, so um, I can drink a lot of that. Yes. Um, so that's where we've been last night. That's uh, that was the yeah, that's my good beer week, encapsulated. Yeah, Along basically. With the on, didn't we sort of did unofficially at the Royal Mail? That's right. On yeah, I, Friday night, but I couldn't be involved in the cancel on dinner. But it looked like it was a very uh, sort of family affair in the sense of you know all of our regulars. It was really nice. Were there so like was, a nice? We bite. only had enough beer for thirty people, and the thirty people who came were all friends of the pub and friends of the you know friends of the organisation yeah. from <laughs> previous venues and stuff. Yeah, and it was just really nice to share some. Properly, properly, properly amazing beer. Yeah. Like beer you just don't see anywhere else. Yeah. Um, with people you like. It was just a really nice night. That so, does sound nice. You know, planning is underway for the first birthday party, which is only sort of three months away now. Yeah, right. Which scares the bejesus out of me. <laughs> but it was nice to sort of have old friends from Mr Griffith's days and new friends from Royal Mail days. Yeah. Together, drinking beer together and just, you know. Just happy and mm. so enjoying, give, yeah. For wrestling fans, and this sounds a bit outrageous, I know, but one of the one of the we had one keg of this beer, which cost, which was twenty liters, and cost over five hundred dollars to land. Yeah, these are amazingly rare and expensive beers, and mm. everyone respected the beer, but also drank a lot of beer. Yeah, you know, it was, <laughs> there was all of all of the above, so it was grouse. One of the best nights I've had down here. Yeah, and that's good. I think, you know, from the hospital standpoint, it's nice to have those nights, you know, where it's like, oh, th- this is why. Mm. This is why you run a venue. And, you know, so you can have nights where people who, who really appreciate the the alcohol yeah. in the venue get to appreciate alcohol in the venue. <laughs> yeah, and, and just all just, you know, it's that sort of feeling where you sit down next to someone you don't know, but you go, oh, well. If you're the kind of person who's sitting here, mm. you must be the kind of person that I am. And, yeah. you know, you must like good beer and good food and also just want to spend time with people. That's I think we probably could have sold 100 tickets for the for that night. We just didn't have them. So Yeah. Um, and so the next one of those will be our Brewdog Christmas in midwinter, which Ooh. will be sort of whatever the last Friday in July is. 24th, 25th, 26th, something like yep. that, whatever the Christmas date is there, with a whole lot of the brew dog, dog B, C, D, E, F. These are sort of 18% imperial stouts. Yeah, I've had some of these before and they're, they're pretty yeah. special. Think haggis, think sort of Scottish, you know, big, heavy Scottish food. Is there any chance that there could be some, like, punk IPA floating around at all? Uh, I don't know. Punk Maybe if there's a Scottish rules match between you and I. <laughs> <laughs> In the, what do we call the medium strip on Spencer Street? The fight pit? Or I, the Thunderdome? No, I think, <laughs> I think the police have been fairly clear that we're not allowed to designate that as an official uh, sports, <laughs> sports entertainment venue. <laughs> it is only a metre and a half wide. And we have been known to spill over into the street proper. <laughs> That's true. Especially it's not true. It's not true. I mean, no, no, it's no, not. It's definitely not true. Especially not true about <laughs> how extreme rule matches that we have. <laughs> but we, we spent a lot of time erecting a cage in the middle of Spencer Street. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, but, <laughs> I wonder what they're doing in there. It looks like they're fighting to the death. 
Just keep driving, Muriel. Uh, that, that Star Trek fight music, that playing in the background. Um, oh, it's the outro sorted. Um, <laughs> all right. So we, uh, so we had some. Um, so we actually got to um, get there early. We got to see how a wrestling event is is set up, which was uh, very which cool. So goddamn cool for us uh, yep. and for. You know, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, it's a, just so interesting to see what was what was going on. Yeah, we're uh, not going to tell all the stories we could tell uh, because that's not how it sort of works when you walk in the door and you're sort of inside the cone. So we're not going to tell yeah. the stories of which of the wrestlers eats a lot of bananas before the match, <laughs> or you know, which was doing what with whom. No, we're it not, actually wasn't that exciting. We're, we're not gotcha tabloid journalists, David. That's not what we we don't peddle that kind of smut. But uh, I've got to say that yeah, 45-year-old David was excited to be in the yeah. room when the rollers, roller doors went down and we were locked in. Yeah. 16-year-old David would have lost his mind and gone, Woo! <laughs> <I know, right. laughs> All around the most enormous venue in the world. Aussie, uh, Aussie rules football was called what we were yesterday, liniment sniffers. Yes. You know, the kind of people just love being around change rooms because it's footy and they love footy. Yep. And I think we are 100% wrestling liniment set Ab- for some- <laughs> Ab- Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but what I wanted to say was to, uh, just really thank uh, Rowan at MCW who allowed us to get in there earlier and, and have that opportunity. Uh, he, I, I assume he probably didn't know who we were. Uh, he, was, so he was very polite. To he was least. very polite. Uh, maybe we, he just worked the rule of like, well, maybe they're – they yeah. might be nobodies, but they could be huge. So who knows? <laughs> we'll just t- treat them nicely and see what happens. So, uh, just wanted to quickly on Absolutely. the actual podcast shout that out. Um, so the first person that we got to speak to it was uh, Lord Andy Coyne, uh, who was it's a lord. So the yeah, people, I know the it's an people actual who are. Uh, I will. I will say this again in the interview itself. I'm sure, but for those who are coming to us from the hospitality podcast side of things, we've been obsessed on the wrestling podcast for 100 episodes now mm-hmm. with the fake royalty that exists in there's wrestling. Kings, there's uh, King Slayers, there's, there's Barons, Barons, there's Prince, you name it. Prince Pretties, there's Queens now. Princesses. Uh, princesses. <laughs> All of these Dukes? things. Do we have a Duke? Yeah, I think that's David Bowie, but anyway, it's not- <laughs> But what not only do we have an actual lord on the podcast, but he's a legitimate lord. He is a legitimate lord. Um, and uh, we do have a photo of him showing off his uh, crest on his jacket that he wears when he's I'm at, glad uh, you added on his jacket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's just on his jacket, David. And, um, yeah, we were very excited to, to, <laughs> to see that. Um, so we had a quick chat with him, um, which we should – Probably play to you now rather than us absolutely rabbiting on. <laughs> Walking around the corner above his inside, up there on the left, just past those lights. We've been there before, yeah, that place is all right. Let's pull up a stool and settle in for the night. We do have an obsession with royalty, Excellent. David, and we're joined by Lord Andy Coyne here <laughs> from MCW Wrestling. Excellent. Uh, we have been to two, three shows of yours in the last yep. year or so, so we're, we're fans. Excellent. Uh, but we're, we're here at Moondog as well, so there's a crossover between the two podcasts that we do, so Great. we thought we'd just grab you, have a quick chat to you about what you love about wrestling, what you love about beer. 
this, <laughs> seriously. This Where do you want to start? Wrestling? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. I mean, um, I think my wife would tell you that I love both of them. In fact, in fact, both wrestling and craft beer are like my two mistresses that she right. allows me to see. Um, I love both of them. And I've been, um, you know, let's talk about the wrestling very quickly. I mean, I've been involved in the wrestling scene best part of 20 years now, first yeah. over in the United Kingdom. And then actually when I came over to Australia, me and my wife came over back in 2011. Right. And we came over here because my wife got a wonderful opportunity. But let's not talk about her. We're talking about me. And, <laughs> Um, you, and it's like um, came over here and I'm, I'm now working for a fantastic company um, but more importantly I wanted to get more involved in wrestling again and one of the reasons for that is because when you first come over here from another country you don't know that many people yeah. and it's, interest, it's important to get into your hobby so if there's anyone listening who's moving from one country to another get into your hobbies that's how you sort of meet people with equal passions and it's great I mean MCW is in my opinion the number one Australian wrestling promotion I know I some people out there shaking their fists but damn it it's <laughs> true and I think one thing that's great about MCW especially within uh, 2019 and 2018 is that they've obviously been trying to work with other promotions as well they've yeah. had the Wrestle Rock shows been doing the Corner Hotel those have been a lot of fun yeah. they've been doing the girl shows which they've been doing down at Evie's Bar but of course Brewery Brawl right here at the Moondog Brewery and we're in their brand new brewery space right yeah. now just ahead of Brewery Brawl and I really hope that this is going to become uh, like a long-term thing like, and what I mean by that is have this kind of specialist sideshow that happens maybe every three months every six months whatever that time yeah. frame might be I'm not going to say the figures but I have been told what the pre-sales are and I think it's going way better than anyone dared to hope yeah right I am very excited for tonight well that's fantastic to hear mm. Uh, what are the matches that we should be looking forward to? Well, we got Session Moth Martina coming down, and when I heard that she was coming down, hot ding, that is probably the best person <laughs> you could have come down for yeah. a wrestling show at a brewery. She uh, she likes to have the odd tipple from what right. I understand, and she's made a name for herself. And of course, a um, good friend of mine, DCT, all the way from Scotland, he'll be f competing in a Scottish rules match. I saw that. Yeah. So what, what is he, the Scottish, Scottish rules match? Well, in fact, he, he pulled me to one side and he told me in very careful detail so what it is five rounds yep. whoever gets to two falls first wins the contest no DQ no count out but between the rounds they do rounds each competitor <laughs> must drink nice. a shot of vodka yes. and another drink of their choosing whether that be whiskey whether that be beer. surely it's got to be whiskey yeah, surely it's well, well for DCT I know he is partial to uh, his, the whiskey but of course his opponent Mike Burr probably Moondog's unofficial son he comes right. out wearing all the Moondog gear he loves their beers I would expect he'll be sticking to a pint of the good stuff here tonight. <laughs> Sounds good, Andy. What about yourself? What are you drinking at the bar? Oh, see, here's the thing. I remember when I had my very first Moondog beer. Yeah. Quite a few years ago, they had a Chipotle beer. It didn't quite work for my particular palate. Right. Actually, I sort of went, stayed away from Moondog for a little bit. But um, as, a, as a, a result of our relationship and also because we've been trying to film a couple of shows down there, I've got to try a wide breadth of their beer. Mm. My God their beers are wonderful I'm glad I Top got a second chance to drink their stuff <laughs> their Timothy Tamothy Slamothy mm, I think it's called yeah. their Tim Tam beer wonderful um, I'm a big fan of sours they've got a, a series of them out I think they've got a guava one they've got a, a citrus one they've just brought out a um, cherry Seinfeld which yes. is a cherry one and I'm going a, to have one of those this evening if I can very bowie yeah, one yeah. 
Bowie or Bowie, depending on where you come from. Bowie, one of them. So, but in fact, um, so obviously we're about to do a show. We're all under strict instructions. We can't drink during the show. Makes perfect sense. However, yeah. right here tonight, they only have one barrel of the, the Bowie beer. Yes. And so I've decided to pull the favour card, and MCW management <laughs> have agreed that I can have one pot of this particular beer before the show. It's only about 4.8%. Nothing bad Exactly, yeah. That was one of the stipulations. It had to be under five. It just slipped in there. Right. Very rare for Moondog to brew something of that kind of low-level alcohol. Oh, my goodness. Well, yes. I mean, we were were filming a pilot for um, a sort of a brewery slash wrestling chat show, which we're hoping to work on. We're still tweaking it. It's not quite ready yet. Like a good beer, it just needs to go into secondary, so to speak. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I mean, um, I think we did make a comment that we're all trying different beers we said, yeah, this one's 7%. It's like, yeah, that's a light beer for them. So Moondog, <laughs> they will not they will not shy away from a strong beer. If no, that's, uh, we're very, we we're very familiar with their work, and I think that's Absolutely. one of the reasons why we love them. Um, well, Andy, we might let you get to that beer before you... Because yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah, running around. I've, I've got to set up here, so. <laughs> drink it before I get on to my, uh, my, res- my responsibilities for the rest of the evening. But obviously, <laughs> let me just do the quick shill. Obviously, yes, ladies course. and gentlemen, I love Moondog. So please follow Moondog Brewery. Those guys are awesome. We've been working with them as of late. They are probably the nicest bunch of people I've ever had the pleasure to meet. They, they open up the bar for me and their hearts, so I really appreciate <laughs> that. And of course, Melbourne City Wrestling. Follow us on all the social media yes. channels. I would really appreciate that. And I'm Lord Andy Coyne. I'm also, also on all the socials anyway. So actually, don't follow MCW. Follow, follow me. Yes. Follow me. Lord and I will Andy. share all the good news with you guys. No, 100 worries, episodes Andy. into our wrestling podcast, and we finally got royalty. Finally. We've got a we've large chart that we've royalty. constructed of every royal member and, who's and ever been in WWE. For the record, I am a legitimate lord. My wife bought me a plot of land that is literally <laughs> two metres by two metres somewhere out there in Scotland. Great gift, and I have the badge on my jacket to you do, wear you it do. with pride. I do wear it with pride, but gents, thank you so much. Awesome, for Andy. Me. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate no, that's it. Two things ticked off the bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> Brewery podcast, wrestling podcast. Awesome. Thanks very much. Thanks, man. Yeah. He was he was genuinely he's a genuinely nice guy, Andy. Like he gave us a, you know way more. To, all he wanted to do was have, as you can hear in that interview, was have a beer. Uh, he was allowed one beer, and we had we stopped him for a good six or seven minutes from having that beer. <laughs> and <laughs> was, a really nice beer at that. Yeah, so he was still super nice to us. So uh, also just sort of uh, with these interviews, apologies for the sort of noise in the background. Uh, obviously, the engineers, audio engineers, and uh, were testing ring entrance music and i thought you were referring to yourself as multiple audio engineers for a moment there so it's i'm glad you're not so no no which you can which you can tell by the audio on the interviews absolutely but i've noticed that from last night you started to wear a blazer with a crest on it damien is that part of your new sort of that's how much i love lord andy he's the best (laughs) um yeah, so the next chat we had was with um, Josh and Jono. Josh and Jono from Moondog. Thank you, David. <laughs> and uh, we kind of just grabbed them. They weren't expecting to speak to us uh, at all. So they were just, they were having a, yep. a very nice time having a beer and we sort of blindsided them. So they, again, they were very nice to give us five or six minutes to explain what that space is going to look like, how it came about and what it was going to look like. And it was really exciting to sort of hang out with the guys from Moondog in their first time sort of showing off that space. Yeah. 
they've got such enormous plans for it. We said yeah. sort of before we were going to refer to it, but you know, it is an enormous venue. They're talking waterfalls. They're talking lagoons. They're talking yeah. full moon dog madness, which yeah. is amazing and fantastic. Mm. Who knows how much of it is real and how much of it they're trying to get us you know, <laughs> to believe is real. Maybe they believe it's all real and we'll see what, what sort of happens. I think at this point, this is the, the, all of those plans are 100% what they plan to to happen I think that's probably uh, right but if anyone can make if anyone can make these things happen David it's those guys at, at Moondog Brewing absolutely but also I'd like on the record if they come up with a wasabi beer at some point in the future that I suggested to Josh <laughs> last night that the lagoon would be the wow. perfect environment it, to grow wasabi <laughs> and make a wasabi beer with so it is in the interview we do have uh, we do have uh, empirical evidence we David, should throw so to the interview then let's David let's throw to the interview David Inside, up there on the left, just past those lights. We've been there before, yeah. That place is alright. Let's pull up a stool and settle in for the night. Alright, we're joined by, <laughs> by Josh and Jono from Moondog. Uh, and we're actually in the new space. The wrestlers are, are setting up, so it might be a little bit loud in the background. Uh, but we thought we'd have a quick chat to you guys about what's happening with the new space, how it's going, when it's all that sort of thing. So yeah, how long have you been in the space and what describe for us what's going to happen out here in this enormous barn? So we, we, we've been in here since December with this process for uh, finding this space and securing it and uh, ultimately moving into it. It's been nearly, nearly a year and a half in the, in the making and um, it's really nice to be in here for the first time with so few people in, 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 in oil all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I guess what's exciting for us at the moment is until now we've been in here skateboarding, we've been in here visualising what could be happening. Right. And now if you guys look at where we're standing, we're actually standing on what is going to be the entrance to a really good venue in Melbourne. Uh, it is going to encapsulate sort of a lagoon. Uh, there's going to be a bridge. A there is going to be some really exciting things. Yeah. Uh, coming out of the Moondog Brewery, so we're excited that tonight is probably the first glimpse the public gets of it, but also something that it's exciting that's been a long time in our minds as well. Was it a bit like that episode of The Simpsons where Bart buys the warehouse and sort of he's sitting in the in the chair with the wheels on it, just letting off the fire extinguisher? Pretty much that's what it's been till now. Until now, that's what it's been like. And probably still will be for a very long time. <laughs> and probably many years after we actually open. It's, uh, and that's how the drowning in the lagoon happened. Well, <laughs> nothing drowned in the lagoon, David. There's a lifeguard. <laughs> will the lagoon be part of the brewing process at all? No, the, uh, no, no, I think that's probably going to be the best Charlie of ideas. The chocolate factory style. But, uh, it's, more can, however, it's more an aesthetic for the uh, for the venue, if you will. Right. <laughs> you never know what can go into a lagoon. Though. Well, I guess I, I do I know what can go into a lagoon. Or come out of a lagoon. Wasabi. You could grow your own oh. wasabi. Crocodiles. Even better. <laughs> wasabi crocodiles. And so much more practical. <laughs> So when did you guys get your hands on this space? Oh, so uh, the, the process for this whole expansion started at the end of 2017. Right. Uh, it was a year known for um, uh, Taylor Swift's... Um... <laughs> Johnny, you'd know this. Oh, one. yeah. <laughs> um, 2017, we, we started the year... Shake it off. Right. <laughs> it took me a while to think of this. We were shaking it on. And... Um, 
So we, we, we started this process. We we, we, we knew that the uh, the property in Abbotsford, which we, we love, it's our home. It's it's where we uh, where everything began. That we knew that. It, it, it wasn't, I guess, uh, uh, going to be able to survive in the long term in terms of uh, being able to produce the amount of beer that was uh, being required by the market. And yeah. So we started the process then of trying to find a space that was appropriate for our expansion. Yeah. And um, we knew that we wanted to be in a place that was uh, close to the city. We knew that we wanted to be in a place that was um, up and coming and exciting. And um, Myself and Carl found this site. Our, our, our initial instinct was it's too big. Yeah. It's, 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 it's frightening. It it's is huge. It's, it's a whopper. <laughs> and it had a lot of work to do, uh, but... A lot of work to do, but um, ultimately, um, after, um, after we thought about it and thought about it, it just made more and more sense. So we took it over and... Um, after a long this process, we, we, we took the keys at the start of December and ultimately took, yeah, took the keys and have started the, the construction process. And ultimately, we're, around, we're anticipating that the, um, the site will be open to the public in September, and end of September, and it'll be producing beer. And it's, a, it's, it's I, September's we, not far away. Uh, the dream is grand final weekend. If we can get it up for grand final weekend, we will be uh, very, very excited. Uh, fantastic time, yeah. you know, in Melbourne. But thought it was a really good time to launch what could be a really exciting event yeah. in this yeah, area sure. of Melbourne. Absolutely. And how did the MCW event come about on your they're, side? They're great mates of ours that we've been involved in for. Uh, over a year now. We, 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 they just really like Moondog beer, let's be honest. They love our beer. <laughs> Moondog was a great wrestling kind of uh, bunch back in the day. And yeah. Oh, but we've got anything fucking to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> so we, why, we also love just pulling on cheesy uh, leotards and being drink, athletic and drinking really nice beer. Sounds pretty good to Let's me. jump in the ring. Alright, well boys, thanks for your time. No worries. Thank you we'll so you, much. We'll let you get back to having a few beers. We love right. your work. <laughs> Enjoy. Walking around the corner above is inside. Up there on the left, just past those lights. We've been there before, yeah, that place is alright. Let's pull up a stool and settle in for the night. Yeah, so you get a slight uh insight there into how bold the plans are for this place and it's sort of hard to without going out there and seeing it yourself it's hard to quantify on a podcast a, pod, a podcast? podcast a podcast yeah uh how big this space is yeah. i They're, think literally only cub is the bigger brewery i've ever been in mm. probably others in the world i'm no doubt but this is a huge space yeah and if they turn the thing they're talking about turning into glass into glass wow <laughs> um so we've got one last interview and like David. we're i guess you know some of you know that i've sort of worked in politics before and that sort of time of the federal election cycle where we understand you've got to have both sides of every story you know presented for you our go. international listeners it's the it, we this is the week of the australian federal election so that's all anyone is really talking about in Australia at the moment. <laughs> and so we've waxed lyrical about Moondog because for 10 years or so now, we've sort of worked 
very well with Moondog and had some amazing beers. And um, we got to interview a wrestler last night who I guess had a different opinion of the world. Mm. And um, I don't know how else to introduce this. I think it's fair to say we, uh, we weren't quite anticipating such a strong response. Yeah, let's have a listen. Is inside up there on the left, just past those lights. We've been there before, yeah. That place is all right. Let's pull up a stool and settle in for the night. All right, we're joined by lover boy Lockie Hendricks. Lover boy, son. <laughs> are you looking forward to wrestling tonight, Lockie? You are in the presence of the MCW World and Inter-Commonwealth Champion after tonight. Show me the respect I deserve and ask me a better question, son. Sorry about that, lover boy. What, what is it? What's, who are you wrestling tonight? I am wrestling Slex, a man that couldn't even be bothered to show up to the last MCW show. He wants to call himself a champion. There is no better champion than the Uncle Paul signed lover boy. And how are we going to be celebrating at the end of the night in this great space that Moondog's provided? I ain't going to celebrate in this piece of crap brewery that I'm in right now. You know what I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be going to the best club with both championships around my arms. I'm going to have some honeys. The Becker's going to be feeling awfully rowdy and the biddies are going to be chanting lover boy, son. Uh, to say that I was put on the back foot in that interview, David, would be a complete understatement. Um, and I, You're I have... the kind of nice person that admits you were put on the back foot. I won't admit that I was put on the back foot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all I'll say is, I've, I, I mean, I already loved Mean Gene Oakland, uh, ringside announcer for WWE and WCW for a good 30-odd years. Um, but, gee, I've got a newfound respect for what he did. Because mm. <laughs> when you stand next to a wrestler and they start yelling at you, it's pretty goddamn intimidating. It is. And, uh, yeah, anyway, that was... Uh, he didn't get the belts. Was, no, Loverboy didn't end up getting the belts uh, that night. And now he's got a series. He's made two very serious enemies last night oh so in you're you and down and <laughs> I wasn't he's made one very serious enemy in you and I'm mildly, mildly <laughs> agitated <laughs> like uh, if we met each other in a cafe and he cut in front of me when I needed my first coffee of the morning yeah we'd have we'd have problems yeah <laughs> but if I'd already had my first coffee I'd be inclined to let it go <laughs> um but yeah also giving some balance on Moondog uh, last night as yeah. well. I wonder if he did end up going to the, the the nicest club in Melbourne. Well, I wouldn't know because I've never been to the nicest club in no, Melbourne at any even, time in my even, life and I, I wouldn't know, know what where, it is tonight. No, I've got no idea. Give us a I'm shout out, a, okay, let's know where you yeah, actually let went. Yeah, let us know, lover boy. I'm more of a watching an MCW event in a giant warehouse in Preston kind of guy. Give me a sort of a dark and seedy pub where I can sit where people can't see my face. <laughs> Which I don't think is Loverboy's sort of style. So. No, no, I think he's a, a bit, bit more of an extrovert than, than us, David. Well, um, you have dyed your hair pink in honour of him. Tonight. That's true. I've got quite the ensemble happening tonight. The, the fact that I've you've gone from normal coloured hair at midday yesterday <laughs> to dyeing your hair pink for the podcast tonight, mm -hmm. and you're saying you're going to dye it back to your normal colour by the time you get back to work tomorrow morning. I mean, that's commitment, It's mate. a huge commitment. 
you know, I'm not, you know, I was about to say something really gross and I thought I'd pull back from that. <laughs> good, good. Um, yeah, well, we're trying to keep it a bit more family friendly on season two of uh, sort of listening back. I swear quite a bit and I'm trying to not do that. So, but it also really restricts my vocabulary. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, so just in closing, uh, we can probably wrap up both podcasts there, but I, I genuinely, uh, I know it sounds like we're sort of gushing a little bit for MCW and, and, and uh, Moondog, but I genuinely had such a, I had a genuinely fun time. And as I get older, I find it harder and harder to have fun. <laughs> and um, I, I could not recommend going to an MCW event more. This is the third one that I've been to now. Yeah. And um, I think I've been to all of them with you, actually. Um, and that probably has a fair a bit to do with it as well because <laughs> we both love the same thing. But um, I think next time when we go to the next MCW event, we're going to have quite a few more people coming along with us than... Absolutely, we probably yeah. had a crew of about 10 in the end last night and mm. it's a really fun thing to go to. Uh, feel free to get in touch if you'd like to come along with us. Make sure yeah. you come down for New Japan with us. If yeah. you're hearing this in time, come down and enjoy... I was going to do a bad wrestling interpretation of election night name, but I can't actually sort of do it. So the Anthony Green Appreciation yes. Night uh, will be being held on the Australian Federal Election Night at the Royal Mail on Spencer. Mm, which is so, this Saturday, May the 18th. Yeah. And I, if Anthony Green turns up in spandex and a you know Mexican <laughs> wrestling mask, <laughs> do you know, I might turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that bombshell. <laughs> um, yeah, we might just delete that one. But. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, both you know, there's both very loyal listeners, uh, or there's loyal, sorry, very loyal listeners for both podcasts, uh, for the core room and, and 15 minutes of doom. So we want to thank you both. Uh, we've had a lot of feedback from people about where is the podcast with the core room. Um, we got distracted by WrestleMania. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've got to try and tee up interviews and stuff like that. And, and that's, that's proved like, it's a bit difficult sometimes, David. Uh, so, you know, we're just trying to get all the, all of those sort of, uh, pieces in place and we have and so uh, really yeah really looking forward to you guys hearing the second season as always rate review share uh, follow all of the people we've had on tonight on their social media on their social media is sort of too hard to go through everybody's social media on this episode but you know you can type us in the google we'll come up um, if you see us at an MCW show, come up and say hi. If you're coming to the Royal Mail, come up and say hi. Damien's the one with the blazer. I'll be wearing the blazer and the, and the pink, pink hair. And, <laughs> and uh, who knows? Hopefully the next event I might even be wrestling. Oh, Love God, of my I lucky thought, this, no, this is where it's going to. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and all that bombshell. <laughs> we'll uh, speak to you guys really soon on 15 Minutes of Doom and the Court. Sometimes there is nothing better to do Than to go out and get stuck into a few I'm gonna spend my time with a good friend like you